Yo, what's up, guys? And welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast with me, Jabril, the Movie Newbie, and the two aficionados, Ollie and Raph. So enjoy the show. He did the mash. It was the monster, the monster mash. mash. Oh wait, have I got the wrong holiday? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You got uh, the right one. You got the right one. This is it. Jingle, jingle, right? Jingle, jingle. I think so. Dun, dun, dun. We could definitely have produced something for this. We could have produced something for this episode, but we thought might as well use our mouths. Just use that. And I just want to say, yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Episode 38. The first of our Merry Christmas theme. Mm -hmm. How y'all doing? Happy holidays. How's everyone doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Feeling feeling the joy in the air, especially with this next entry that we're gonna talk about. It's just yeah. I feel I feel glee. I feel glee. I wonder what time this episode is gonna come out. I haven't done the maths, but I gotta say it's uh as of recording, we are actually in November. And uh yeah, I'm starting to feel the Christmas spirit. I'm I'm usually a bit of a Grinch myself. I I kind of don't, I, I I always complain about Christmas, especially about how early on they start celebrating it. But I don't know, maybe this year I'm just getting in the mood. Well, this episode is dropping December 12th, so we're going to be right in the thick of it, I think. Into the thick of oh. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so before we start singing throughout this whole episode, do we want to maybe go about introducing Shall we this introduce first it? entry? I think, Ollie, since this was one of your choices, how about you introduce the movie and let everyone know? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I'll, I'll do the honors. Um, so when we decided we wanted to do a little Christmas theme and we had to pick three Christmas movies, uh, I kind of made a case for It's a Wonderful Life because I think it's just, you know, it's the quintessential Christmas movie, even though um, I think, you know, neither of my co-hosts here have actually watched the film, had actually watched the film before this. At least that's what I remember from our uh, last episode. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, I made a, a case for this film because I just, it's impossible to separate from Christmas. This was always playing on television when I was a kid. And I think it's, just, it's uh, for many reasons we can get into when we get into the research behind this film. But uh, this film is kind of inseparable from Christmas today for a lot of people. And for many of them, it embodies the themes and the messaging that is um, very important when we're this time of the year. Um, so yeah, this was It's a Wonderful Life was uh, came out in 1946. It was directed by the legendary filmmaker Frank Capra, who made other Hollywood classics like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Although this is probably his most well-known film, which is ironic because it didn't do well at, in the box office when it came out. But again, more on that later. Mm -hmm. It stars Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. And it's about, well, what's it about? It's basically about a suicide a man who is considering suicide at the very beginning because his life has just not turned out the way he had hoped and then you know thanks to a little bit of uh religious sci-fi sort of deus ex machina uh an angel a guardian angel intervenes and 
you know, shows him what he'd be missing if he, uh, if he, you know, was never born, which is the question he was answering and asking himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a wonderful film. Uh, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> uh, I, I, that was actually not intentional. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a great movie. And I think it's a, it's really nice when we have an opportunity to talk about older movies on this podcast, because even though perhaps they're outdated, as I'm sure, you know, we might think this film is, I think it's cool to, you know, shine a little bit light on a different era of filmmaking and some of the classics that built the building blocks for many of the later films that we've, you know, that we love that come out, have come out more recently. So, um, yeah, I want to hear what you guys think about the movie, though, before I get into it. Can I hear your thoughts? Jabril? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. If we just said no, and that's that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jabril, <laughs> go for it. Um, where do I begin? No. Dun, dun, dun. No, this is no. going to be another Jabril no, takedown. No, it's not, it's, no, 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 it's not. It's not. <laughs> Honestly, it's just it's it was just a good movie, you know. Mm. I can't say, I can't really say anything bad about it. I can't say anything that's like overly like amazing about it. It was just a good Christmas movie. It made me feel good. Um, and yeah, it's it's it reminds me of um, Forrest Gump, you know, mm. with the mm. story structure kind of in a way. Um, mm. It's not really the same, but like it's got similar vibes you know yeah. with the way like the his life is cut up and how something bad always happens just that classic kind of thing mm. um but yeah like yeah. overall good, good the sheet yeah overall yeah. it was a good experience yeah, yeah a, de- experience. a decent you know what a good film is actually you know that's that's, that's a decent not, film yeah it's a decent film full of yeah. decent you know humans in it and and with a decent yeah. theme and it's just uh what Watching this for the first time, and I can't believe I had, you know, watched this just for the first time. This should be, you know, in my repertoire of like, you know, multiple viewings. But I'm so glad that it was my first time because I had no preconceived notions about it. I didn't even, you know, I, I I came in blind. And my goodness, this movie just gave me so much hope, you know. And mm. I think that's oh, I love of, that. Yeah, it's one of the biggest things that that really, and I feel like that's that's what I took from it most is is the message of hope the theme of hope that this film instills um and it was really something that brought a big smile to my face because of the narrative arc that it has it really sets you up to have that kind of despair and demise and then lifts you up and gives you angel wings you know um Mm. to 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 carry you to a to, to a better place and it's what a what a satisfying i mean it's one of the most satisfying at least for for what i can say and i've i've seen a lot of films but this ending the ending of this film had one of the most satisfying moments in 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 cinematic you know in my cinematic experience or in my movie going experience because it just it's so yeah like jable says it's so good it's just so pure it's purely it's pure wholesome it's so wholesome wholesome. exactly wholesome. see that was that that was actually my concern going into this because i hadn't rewatched this film outside of seeing you know snippets of it while half drunk on a christmas eve or something Mm -hmm. in a while so i did think i was worried especially showing it to you guys that that there was a lot of aspects of this film that would seem really trite really hackneyed really corny by this point but I, i i also found it to just be genuinely like uncomplicatedly good and Mm. just you know yeah i didn't find any of the uplifting or uh wholesome themes that this movie espouses to be you know 
yeah, corny or hackneyed in any way. Yet, yet it has corrosion. It has, uh, it, it has deprivation. It, 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 it does store those themes in really well. It does have, you know, sadness, depression, melancholy. Um, I mean, it opens with a guy trying to yeah. commit suicide. America's, yeah. it's yeah. this basic, and as we we talked a little bit about this when we spoke about Rear Window, like many many moons ago. But Jimmy Stewart, the lead of this movie, he was basically that era's Tom Hanks. And but mm. particularly in the 1930s and 1940s, he was like America's, sweetheart. you know, sweetheart. He was America's good Republican old boy next door. The, to open a movie with him contemplating suicide is probably a pretty gutsy move at the time. Definitely. Mm. Mm. Um, and did that. So did you did you did you come out uh you know, feeling a bit more hopeful, Jabriel, uh, after after witnessing, after seeing this film, like did it did it kind of, yeah, did it kind of like make you feel that kind of way? Did the movie kind of do that for you? I wouldn't say so. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. it just I don't think it had that much of an effect on me. Mm-hmm. Like I just enjoyed it. Like, how do I explain this? It well, was just a very good movie to watch. It was like a pleasant thing to see. Mm, like it, it mm. didn't affect me where I was like, oh, this really makes me hopeful, like you said. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Were there... Well, why don't we just jump straight into the nitty-gritty of it? Like, was yeah. there any... Was there any aspect of the film where you thought... Because what I'm getting a sense of is that you thought it was just a plain, good old-fashioned, you know, 1940s black and white film. Yeah, just and I watched it in color. I don't know if, if you guys hey, watched it in black me too. or color. Me too. I which I hate that I watched it in color. I, 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 I actually, I'm glad you guys brought this up because I, um, I was watching it on Sky and it was in color. And <sighs> okay. when I saw when I saw that, no, but when I saw that, I was like, I, I, I cannot abide this. I need to watch this in the original black and white. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe because I'm a classicist in that way, or just a plain old snob. So I had to procure means to watch a copy. In black and white, and um, yeah, because I uh, I feel like the the process of going back in time and colorizing a movie that was shot in black and white is kind of ghoulish. It defeats the. Per- think. I, th- I think it robs the it, it robs the the quality of, of of the time. I think it robs it of its purity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really didn't want to watch it in. So you're gonna have to give me. You're gonna have to tell me where you procured yeah, this film, plug, bro. Um, you gotta give us the plug. You have to um, give us that, but, but not here. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, please. <laughs> you got it from some pirates on some website. Um, but <laughs> I, I, they just, were very friendly pirates. I'll have you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No bootleggers here. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I think I had a bit of, um, uh, uh, not a misguided experience, but definitely a, an experience that wasn't maybe essential to its core because I didn't watch it in its original format in its original um, non-color scheme. Um, so I watched a very different movie than you did. And I thought, you know, great. Wow. They did it. They did a superb job at, at restoring it to its, you know, to its color scheme and, and, and color grading but there was something that was missing. And I think that was taking me back the viewer to a different time. I don't, if movies were made and they, they were like that, you know, from the, before Technicolor, then take me to that time. 
Um, I don't want to, you know, I want to be, I want to be transported. So if we are on the subject of the color of this film, I'm glad that at least one of us saw it in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I, I guess, Jabril, I'd like to dig into your reaction to this. You said you, you, you felt like it was a good film. You said like, it, it just seemed like your reaction was fairly like, this is solid, like yeah. nothing incredible, like the, nothing but, incredible, but, nothing, yeah. but then you, but then you said it didn't really make you feel anything. So do you mean that? It was just entertaining, but it didn't sort of lift you up emotionally. Yeah. You were engrossed, like, but you weren't, you know, captivated yeah, by it. I wasn't it. very much captivated by it. Some of the scenes I found a little bit bland, but some, then there were, like, from, like, let's say, um, when was it when he was supposed to, like, he was paying everyone with um, his honeymoon money? Mm-hmm. Well, not pay off everyone, but, like, to prevent them from uh leaving the border yeah Yeah, yeah. porter buying their shares Mm. for half price and whatever um Mm. from that point onward i was a little bit more hooked and like engaged in what i was watching but um yeah i just found myself kind of like dozing out of it Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i kind of like i kind of got into that like uh this is just a feel-good christmas movie i you know i kind of understand you i kind of i kind of feel you on the fact that and I think that moment, the whole um, them getting married, them using their honeymoon money to support the community, comes in about an hour in. So I think yeah. it does perhaps, you know, to this, to your credit, maybe has a slow build to the point of, of his demise, of his like yeah. downfall. Um, but it does it in essence to, to really create the fact that he is part of a community. We need to mm-hmm. be introduced to every character. So the impact of the ending is so rewarding. Right. But I also understand where you're coming from. Yeah, like I felt like um, there was a bit of a slow rise. And I felt like it started to pick up even more once the whole suicide thing is played on. And like he goes back in time. and Or not back in time. He just disappears kind of he uh yeah, well, stepped, he has that he has that vision of what his life would be like if he had never yeah. been born or what the lives of the other people around him would yeah, be yeah. like it did and i actually i i had re- sorry go ahead jabril yeah no it's just like you know that's been played out so much as well that like especially reminds me of like cartoons and just like every other christmas movie that's come out and i guess because they've been trying to play on the success of this movie so like yeah I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to shit on it, but like, I'm just like, yeah, it's just another Christmas movie for me. Yeah. 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 And uh, I, 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 Ollie, what, what, what do you have to say about maybe the, um, about his, about his reactions or about um, the, maybe the slow rise, the slow buildup, if it is slow in your, in your mind, or if it was just Mm. the perfect narrative, um, what, mm. what do you have to? Well, I, I wouldn't say it's the, it was the perfect narrative, but it's interesting that Jabril just mentions another Christmas movie because that would probably be my reaction to most Christmas movies. I'm not a, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of just like I'm not a big fan of Christmas music. I'm not a big fan of Christmas movies because I feel like most of them only really make sense to watch during Christmas time, and they're mm-hmm. more of like it's more like a a t- uh, you know <clears throat> a time honored ritual than something you can actually go back to whenever and yeah. enjoy. But watching this film, I was actually uh, I was actually surprised at how little it has to do with Christmas itself. It's it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie. It's not like Love Actually or or I don't know The Grinch or whatever one of you know one of those films where like 
it's smashing you in the face with Christmas time, like the entire the holiday for the, yeah, exactly. Where for the entire runtime, it's snowing outside and people are talking about the spirit of gifts and giving and all that crap. Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's, it's like it does, Christmas. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But like Christmas doesn't really play a part until like the last 30 minutes. And that's what I was surprised by. Like the, for the, for the vast majority of this runtime, the subplot involving Clarence and the angel isn't actually involved at all. Yeah. The majority of the movie is the angels recounting George Bailey's life or sort of giving like a greatest hits of his life to Clarence before he intervenes yeah. on his suicide. And so I actually just found it to be a remarkably compelling movie about a man's life, basically, leading up to mm. this fateful Christmas. And so that's why I think I, I did enjoy it more because, again, it wasn't I wasn't being shoved I wasn't having my face rubbed in the iconography or the trite messaging of typical Christmas movies. I, and I got to say, I responded a lot to the, to, I responded more this time around to a lot of themes uh, that are really important in this movie that um, I was maybe not so aware of when I would be watching the movie as a kid. Like, I think, I, I feel like everyone here can probably relate to the idea that now we're, you know, we're adults. We've been adults for a good you know, coming close to a decade now or over a decade. What? And what the hell are you talking what? about? You're an adult? <laughs> what do you mean? Huh? I never well, no, I mean, no. <laughs> well, exactly. That's that's my thinking too. But you know, I think when you get to a certain age, and this is where we start to sound old, you start to wonder how else your life could have turned out. Basically, if you had made other, you know, if you had mm-hmm. gone right instead of left, perhaps, or if you had done something differently <laughs> when you were younger, even when you're, you know, relatively fresh and baby faced like we are. And I think, you know, this this movie touches on that that universal experience a lot. Like this whole movie is about a guy who, you know, you you feel his frustration. He never got to yeah. leave his town. He never got to, that whole time you're watching the first like half of this film. You're just like, just I was just like, ah, just get yeah. out. Go to Paris, yeah. man. Like go to college. Like, like a- I want you to see the world. Yeah. And mm. and 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 the thing is, like we probably if this movie were made today, the film would be about probably how he got out there into the world and how he escaped his town and how he got to follow yeah. his dreams. Yeah. Because as a, as a society now, we're more fixated with following our own dreams and individual yeah. happiness. Exactly. But you got to remember, and this, this movie came out like right bang after World War II yeah. and at a time when people were not encouraged to follow their dreams or weren't always, didn't always have the opportunity to. This came after yeah. the Great Depression. It was all about and, being a community. Exactly. And, and maybe we might not relate to that on particularly the community aspect of it, but we can relate to the idea that we maybe there were forces out of our control or maybe that were preventing us from doing exactly what we wanted to do when we envisioned being older, younger. And I found that very compelling. Mm. Um, well, I think, yeah. I think, um, I mean, that's great points made there. And I, I was, I was curious to, for us to see this, particularly us who got to escape who got to live in like many parts of the world, mm. who got to experience the world uh, and different cultures and really get out there. So I I had a, a bit of an epiphany when I was watching this film and I'm like, well, shit, I never, you know, <laughs> grounded. Well, shit. Yeah. Um, no, I never grounded myself. Fuck. I ne- <laughs> exactly. Fuck, what's my life? Angel, I need you. Um, no, uh, I, I never quite grounded myself in the sense of like he um you know jimmy stewart george george had to stay you know had to be put had to take care of his family 
I never quite mm. had an experience like that because it's like a TCK I, worst nightmare. It, exactly. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, TCKs. Yeah. we're, we're not known like, to, Ugh. we're known to travel. We're known to be globetrotters. And I was like, well, what does my community look like? But at the end of the day, community is whatever you you make it to be right it's just like family family is just whatever you make it to be and family can be anywhere and i uh, we can consider ourselves lucky in the sense that like our community is global in the sense right i can have community in london i can have community in melbourne i can have community in vancouver all these places that i've lived in and i've like you know put myself in and like like his quote, like his quote, um, I, I don't remember who actually says this, but each man's life touches so many lives, right? Mm. So what we did or what we've experienced in our lives must have touched so many lives. And then that that then on touched so many lives in so many different places in the world. Mm. So if you think like our community, it's 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 everywhere. And that's made me like so happy and so joyful to think that, wow, my my community can be big. Or it can at least, I think it can be big um, because, yeah, I've, I, I like to think that maybe I've touched so many lives or many lives have, this is weird when I say touch, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but like, you know, impacted, right. Or, yeah. or, uh, or made connections. And then those connections went on abroad. Um, but I'm literally going on a tangent right now. Someone, <laughs> yeah. someone no, reel right. me back. Someone well, no, no, I, I, I think, I think what's interesting, I, I like, no, you, I am really glad that you brought up the fact that our, that our life trajectories went very differently to mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart's characters Definitely. or George Bailey's in this movie. We got to quote unquote, pursue our dreams. We're probably in a sense, pursuing our dreams mm-hmm. right now. But I guess the point is, is that what you realize is that even if you and maybe what the message this movie is trying to hit on is that no matter what you get to do, whether it's you have to stay home to work your dad's uh, business or you get to go out there and pursue your dream, you're probably going to end up with some feeling of discontentment at some point or some feeling of dissatisfaction because, hey, ho, ultimately, you know, that's life. Right. And you're going to realize at some point if you're going to be happy that what's important is not out there or back there necessarily it's what i don't know this is where you really do start to get in the cheesy christmas yeah. messages but it's, it's it's i know it's the people around you it's the it's the pe- the lives yeah. you've touched like you said raf you know mm. i think it was very apparent when um what's the main character uh george george yeah. george, george bailey george, yeah, bailey. george he, go, he goes back home for christmas and he's like um this is right after he loses the eight thousand dollars he goes back. Well, no, his his right. that dumbass that dumbass co uncle. Yeah, his uncle. Yeah. His uncle <laughs> is, it puts it in the newspaper. I'm like, oh my days. Uh, <laughs> but did he? <laughs> I'm like, man, have you ever heard of a paper clip or like an envelope? Keep that shit yeah. in your back pocket, but bro. Did, did he? Did he do it, or did the angel do it, or did some other? You know, you know. Did, yeah, was it? Was it? The, was the purpose of losing that for him to? Man, have that? this is like some hot takes right now. You're like, <laughs> you're you're introducing some interesting Reddit theory here. Yeah. Well, I mean ju- that that I'm whole scene at home. Um, that whole scene at home. Um perfectly showed what was it what was it oh my god the scene after he comes home to his family and he like he he freaks out at his kids or like he lashes out at his family his children why was i talking about that oh my gosh because you said that perfectly uh captures Um, the sense that um you that you know you're going to be dissatisfied no matter where you go like rolling at those points i was talking about yes yeah yeah. that was like a turning point but gosh yeah yeah yeah. oh my gosh 
so to the viewers, to, to the, the viewers, to the listeners out there, um, Jabril's just came back from both uh, Singapore and Bahrain, so he's a little yep. jet lagged. So forgive, oh, yeah, yeah. forgive his like confused mindset right now. He's in different, you know, his body clock and is I really like all over need the to pee, actually. And he really needs to to urinate. So yes. there we go. Full full discretion. Yeah, um, full discretion. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. So jet lag and and urination do. don't do this it. Is what I do for the um, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is this is this is it. This is it. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's well, are we gonna let Jabril go and pee now? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I feel no, like fine, we should. <laughs> okay, okay. No, <laughs> no. To the listeners out here, out here, uh, he's staying. Jabril yeah. is staying. Um, he is urinating himself <laughs> right now. He is doing. Um, but yeah, I very interesting um, kind of conversations we went on with the tangents of like community and with, um, you know, with, with what this film can bring to, to a large audience. And I think that's the reason, at least from what I've got from the first watch, is now I want to watch it again next year. And that, that sense of rewatchability is because it's t- it, those timeless things that we're talking about, you know? It is the See, everyday person. Like, I think maybe it's because I'm not in the Christmas mood yet. Aye, that, like, I'm aye. not vibing with it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't feel like I want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But, that, but maybe next year. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe. but that's, that's I guess that was, year, that was my point is that. During Christmas. You know? that, but like, that's not, the thing is I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I don't get how you're, you're saying that it's not in your face with the Christmas stuff. Ah. Yeah. So you, you felt like it was definitely a shoving yeah. christmas down your throat okay yes yes a whole a whole a whole christmas cheese just yeah right but, in there but maybe it's because like what i'm thinking is because i've never even heard of this movie i've never watched it before yeah and like we're going into it as a christmas movie and as people know it's november um right now at the moment of recording so like i'm not in the christmasy mood and it didn't give mm. me that i wonder if maybe like the order we could have like maybe changed it around like yeah i don't know because even the next so, movie we're doing is not a christmas movie yeah but that one that one you won't that you don't one, need to think, be in the chris yeah you don't need to be in the christmas mood to enjoy die hard you can sure, just enjoy that as a dope as, action film sure. as, so. as the quintessential action film yeah. um but mm. but back to back to this i mean yeah sure your christmas spirit maybe wasn't lifted because it wasn't mm. really there for this movie yeah. but take away christmas take yeah. it right away you yeah. know this is a christmas theme but like let's let's take off the santa hat off this film mm. you know fuck it let's do it you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're just fuck it you know take it away um as a as a as a as a genuine movie because we've this is this is our second introduction to let's say uh the old timely movies right there's three yeah. there's Twelve three men uh, rear, window rear window and this, and this. so yeah. what you got captive you were captivated by rear window i feel yeah. like rear window stuck with you right yes 12 angry gazes um well they i think that was movie okay. was okay yeah. and then so it, where would you rank the order this here be below those this two. would be below so this yeah. movie didn't really have much of an impression on you and i'm just trying to pinpoint because as you are the movie newbie and we are the aficionados in quotation you know trying to pinpoint where this movie kind of derailed for you in the sense where you were like i don't know this movie is just ordinary and where where yeah. in the case of this film you know being listed in the 
you know, best films, you know, greatest films ever made mm-hmm. being listed in, you know, um, some yeah. of the, you know, basically um, all this lists. Is the oldest. This is the oldest one we've seen so far. It is indeed. Right? Yes. Yes, it is. And I'm, and I'm going to assume that a lot of movies right now, especially like the newer Christmas movies, they're influenced by this. Yes. You know, well, so a lot of sure. movies are influenced by this film, or at least in yeah. their... Well, I think this film was loosely inspired by a short story that was itself loosely inspired by yeah. A Christmas Carol. So it has its yeah. roots in yeah. A Christmas Carol, which is the OG Christmas story. Yeah. Literally. True. So, um, like, I guess I'm just saturated with the Christmasiness, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's interesting because you say that you... Are you a fan of Christmas? Um, Jer- Jer- I do like Christmas, yeah. Mm. I do. But um, at, at December 1st... Yeah, that's when it starts. <laughs> that's when it yeah. begins. That's when it begins. I mean, like, because then you you lose out, so you need to, like, wrap it up at the right time. You mm. don't wrap it up at the right time. Yeah. You start getting too grinchy towards the yeah. end. That's when yeah, you don't yeah. want to be grinch. Yeah. And I feel like it's starting early and early these days anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ah, that's interesting. I'm yeah. um, just, you know, but, it, yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of the narrative, we can talk about it a lot because you guys really enjoyed it, but I didn't much so. But what I did enjoy, and I think because that, this is what I liked about watching it in color, was um, how they showed time throughout um, the movie. So this is something that I enjoyed because I don't want to just shit on the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um and it's fine. I don't it's why think we're I would here. have noticed that change in time or like change in weather if it wasn't in color. Like, um, what do you guys think about that? It's interesting. I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I hadn't really thought that. Because um... like I was so, reading, hmm. so yeah, I was reading about it earlier. Like they wanted to show different seasons and using a same, a similar set. So the set had to be very um, uh, versatile. The set has to be very versatile. I had to like be able to like go through very fast changes. So um, I wonder if those changes would have been as apparent in black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's that's interesting. I, I I hadn't thought about that before. Um, I guess you're right. I guess I, that's cool that they were able to utilize that process mm-hmm. of colorizing the movie to uh highlight the different seasons more like i said i only watched the first um maybe 10 or 15 minutes in color okay and then i switched to a black and white version but i think right. that, that's that's interesting that's a good point like um, this, yeah yeah, yeah the that... changes in seasons as a parent like did that stand out to you like yeah. I, that's something that i enjoyed watching the color version Sure, sure. I mean, I um, funny enough, this this movie was um, when it was made. Uh, it, there was a terrible heat wave, um, so they were actually sweltering in heat um, mm-hmm. during the process of this film. And you know, we're we're talking about a film that ends up being you know in the middle of Christmas with heavy snow, with a uh, newly newly produced and newly crafted snow by Frank Capra and his team. Because I think Frank was uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call him Frank. Um, good old Frank. Oh Frank, good old Frank. He was a Frankie en- Caps. A, Frankie Caps. He was an engineer, and he they actually crafted yes, and, and and produced Whoa. this new type snow that kind of like went on to be. It's the... it's really it's really actually it's I'm really it's really cool that you mentioned that because I was actually just thinking now about how good the snow looked, and I was wondering if it was real snow because there's another even older movie also with Jimmy Stewart that I watched with my family a couple of years 
couple of years ago called I think the little shop around the corner which was later remade as You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan coming full circle and I remember watching that film that is set during a you know heavy snowfall and I remember watching it and when the snow's dumping on them you can tell it's not real snow and probably just feathers or something because real snow melts will melt once it hits your coat or whatever you're wearing and this snow just like sat on top of their (laughs) their hats and on on their shoulders and it looked so bad and i was thinking about that the whole time when watching it's a wonderful life where the snow seemed pretty authentic so that's a real cool piece of trivia raf i didn't know that you're you're welcome you know i'm i'm here all night so uh aye 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 aye, captain i'm just i'm just i'm just you know i'm just i'm just serving the good lord I'm just um, but 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 it's very um, so with the snow with the artificial snow for the film that like kind of revolutionized snow in movies, um, which I believe, um, if I'm not wrong, they they did a, a mixture of um, kind of the stuff you find in fire extinguisher with sugar and water to create um, this kind of snow. Um, and it was also a less noisy option because uh these things uh with the machines they use it tends to be super noisy um especially back in back in the day before 1946 um but uh with this with the heat uh so with the thing that i got from talking back to the seasons Mm -hmm. i did realize that jimmy stewart in some key scenes um he was sweating in the film you know, yeah. and that's something oh. that that was that that you like kind of noticed maybe a bit more with color. I don't know, but um, yeah, I noticed that, and I was like, man, he's he sure is sweating for the middle <laughs> yeah. of winter. Yeah, he's I sure mean, it is- makes sense when he's like bottoming out at the towards the end of the film, and he's <laughs> he's yeah, faced yeah, with yeah, yeah, like financial sure. ruin and going to jail. You're and allowed he's, like, to sweat there. Yeah, that's that's yeah. stress sweat. That's anxiety. I'd be sweat sweating. There. I'd be sweating then. I, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. How much this movie mm-hmm. was. How, how much it cost? Uh, it was so. about four. Uh, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Ollie, but four million. Oh, it says here. Uh, I'm saying three one eight. Mm. Ah, so close. Yeah. It's like an episode of Jeopardy. Goddamn. Which, if you <laughs> which, if you adjust for inflation, is probably I don't know, like fifteen, twenty, like twenty, twenty-five million dollars. Yeah. I just is pulled that, that figure out of my butt. Is but, that an expensive? Um, it's a nice looking amount. figure. I don't know what an expensive amount is for. Uh, well, back in those days, yeah, it's expensive, and it didn't make. Yeah. Uh, it was like Ollie mentioned in the beginning. It was kind of a, com- not a bomb, but it was definitely a box office like disappointment uh, of sorts. Not only that, but critically, it wasn't praised. Um, not that much, at least. Um, it still garnered um, a few awards on its back. Yeah. But it definitely became. I mean, it got nominated for a lot of stuff. It did. Got nominated for five Academy Awards, but didn't win any. But didn't, yeah. Got 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 kind of snubbed. Well, I guess if if I don't know the competition, but um, but yeah, it was a film that didn't resonate as quickly um as maybe we think it could. Um, but it definitely became a a a Christmas tradition very very early on because I think it went on to be um straight to TV movie. And every every year they would just well it leave. entered it it was like a it was a kind of like a loophole or a weird contractual sort of turnaround where it entered the public domain which meant that I think like maybe in the fifties or sixties or seventies people were able to air it on TV on public access television mm-hmm. uh, during Christmas time I suppose it became really popular it sort of got this so like second life on TV yeah uh, something like that it got this second yeah. life on TV and it became 
massively popular with audiences. But until that point, uh, it was kind of like a film that sort of faded away in obscurity or landed mm. with a bit of a of a plop. But um, but should we get onto categories then? Let's do it. Let's play Unless... categories, guys. Awesome. The categories. Uh, so if you guys have your drink, oh my. <laughs> Uh, yes, I do have my drink with me. Um, so, uh, so for categories or for questions, uh, I can leave this if you guys want. Um, I'll ask you guys, uh, what was your favorite scene? Gabriel, let's go first. Mm. If you're still thinking, I can jump on that boat. Yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, for me, uh, it's my favorite scene because it's got my favorite line in it, uh, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a, you know, bit of a romantic, you know, a bit of an old Aww. romantic out there. You know, I, uh, I like, I like those lines. Um, it's the scene between Donna Reed and Jimmy Stewart. It's, it's kind of their, um, their, their first little fling that they have, you know, they're coming back home from the dance and they're talking about the moon. And um, he, he says, I'll get the moon for you. You know, I can get that. I'll get the moon for you. Um, and I don't know that, that, that scene brings me a lot of, a lot of joy. I'm like almost tearing up just thinking about it. Oh, Raf, Raf, I you'll be glad to know I I have that exact I have the line down written down. Oh, in my can you notes, please? Because I know mind, it's do you such mind, a good. Po- do you mind saying it yourself? Sure, okay. sure. I well, I don't think I can do the Jimmy Stewart uh, impression, but I'll say, uh, just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. Uh, see that that's oh that's wonderful see that that that's yeah. just you know it, it it warms my heart which is what this film kind of does it, it warms the heart um and that and that scene um which i i hear has been is a scene that is talked about um quite a lot in the in, with the cinephiles um and yeah it, that's one of my favorite scenes just because it's so oh, it's so pure and it's so it, it's so romantic <laughs> mm, yeah Jabril? Um, or if you're still thinking, I can go ahead first. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Damn, <laughs> I keep getting like in, into your scenes and then I'm just like, fuck, I forgot to think of this. <laughs> <laughs> think about your scene whilst we do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, actually I was going to say the same thing as Ralph, but I, I do have a backup option just to be different. I loved uh, just the, this isn't really a screwball film in any way. There's not a lot of like, uh, physical comedy or anything but i thought the scene right before that w- romantic walk and talk when they're at the high school dance or whatever it is like his younger brother's high school dance and oh. they're uh, they're dancing in the gymnasium and then i don't know what happened but i think someone's either pulling a prank or accidentally pulled the lever yeah, the and floor. the bloody floor starts to open up to give way to the uh to the, to the swimming pool yeah. And uh, Jimmy Stewart, George Bailey and his um, his romantic interest, like Mary's uh, character, are doing like the Lindy Hop or some kind of like razzmatazz 20s dance. Yeah. And they're so like caught up in it that they almost, uh, you know, dance into the water. Well, they do. And then when the crowd keeps going, like, oh, every time they get close to the edge, Jimmy Stewart's like, hey, they think we're doing a great job. It's, it was just wonderful bit of of um comedy that's you know which is yeah. not that that pool is not a set this is not a built-in set this yeah, is a real pool in a real, real gym in a real high school yeah did did in gyms the... actually used to do that back then they yeah. just have the the, the the swimming pool built underneath Crazy. i guess so yeah i guess so yeah that aged really well 
that's great. That's for the next one. <laughs> you cheeky... I forgot about that scene. <laughs> you cheeky bastard. Don't skip the next question. <laughs> um, no, I remember. I remember my scene. Um, it's when the angel is introducing himself to uh, yeah, really second, like second class angel yeah second class angel still haven't got my wings my rank still didn't get my rank you know <laughs> yeah um, clarence clarence yeah, yeah. henry yeah, uh, henry travers what a performance i like i like the joke he's like what's your name gabriel yeah 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 that um, scene's great that scene is also yeah. very great yeah yeah um, i like that Wow, next three, question. Yeah, three great, great scenes. Yes, next question, please. Uh, next question is, uh, what is your favorite performance from the film? Uh, Raf, do you want to go first? Uh, for me, it's the old scroogery do. It's the old Scrooge. It's Lionel uh, Barrymore. Um, mm. I I thoroughly enjoyed what he did with the character uh, with Potter. Um, I I thought he just I don't know what it is, but the the tenure of his voice, the the way it just fabricates sound. I don't know, it's weird. It's like a very technical thing. Uh, but as an actor, I'm like, that voice is to me was rich in my ears. And I was like, I just couldn't help but like always like really like I even closed my eyes just to listen to this man. Um, but like, yeah, I think what he did with with the character, um, this kind of, you know, corrupted, greedy, um, just, you know, sucking the, the almost the life juices out of this town. Uh, and then you get to see the representation of what that town would be like. Um, yeah. I thought it's a yeah. perfect I think he was a he was the incorporation of, of Scrooge. of, of just like the like, Monopoly man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just evil Monopoly man. Um, I yeah. A terrific performance from Lionel Barrymore. And also a uh, fun fact, part of a, an acting dynasty, actually, yeah, Lionel right. Barrymore. He's the uh, great grandfather, I think, or Drew? grandfather of Drew Barrymore. Yeah, no I was going to say. Yeah, and but... and he's, he's, oh wait, I think he's, no, 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 sorry, I got confused. Forget what I was about to say. Yeah, not um, just an actor yeah. as well, but composer, um, uh, a man, a man of multi, of multi-talents, um, uh, he'd be a writer, uh, yeah, composer, actor. Mm. Hmm. Um, uh, Jabril, do you have a favorite performance? I mean, I'm just gonna go with it, with the main character, George. I, I mean, good old Jimmy. There's something about yeah, he, he can like like that uh, um that scene where he goes home for Christmas or whatever, and he's like the the range of emotions that he shows, like once mm. he's holding his kid to like, um, freaking out to like mm. kicking all that shit. Like that's a mm. I think it's a, it ranks high in our freak out scenes. Mm, like yeah. I always back the the Godfather where she's like throwing all the yeah yeah, yeah. The you pots, like you uh, like your freakout scenes yeah the freakout like scenes your... are good and that was a good that's like, where they show range it, yeah the the way he lets loose and then he's like I'm sorry I mean like, kind of yeah I'm gonna yeah. talk about it later but like um yeah the range of emotion there and that was like yeah I like that Jimmy Stewart yeah Jimmy um yeah, man yeah. I so for me I'd, I'd I actually had it here as a toss-up between those two guys. I, th I, but I'd probably have to go with Jimmy Stewart. I mean, I'd like mm. to say something a little bit more um, unique and interesting, but yeah, he's just he's just fantastic in this film, and he's got mm. such a wonderful screen presence anyway. But this was this was him not just playing on his charm, which I'm sure he did a lot in other films. It was him showing, like you said, Jabril really well, mm. a full range of emotions, and yeah, he's the anchor to this film, and I think. We've all felt like George Bailey at some point in our lives. Mm. So, 
yeah, kudos to Jimmy old to, nice. to old Jimmy there. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, what's age the best? Gabriel. Pool. That pool scene. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been like in American Pie or something. Hi. Like, yeah. Hi. I don't know. Something from the nineties, definitely. Something yeah. from the nineties. Yeah. 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 American Pie is pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that movie aged. I think that movie aged the worst. But um. Yeah. 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 Also, I think this is definitely the the only time it's a Wonderful Life and American Pie have ever been compared to one another. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it could be that because that's why that scene was just so random to me. I was like, why yeah. is this in this movie? Uh, it was so <laughs> random, dude. But like, I think. Although I have heard that Jason Biggs is apparently the uh, the Jimmy Stewart of his generation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, what is he up to these days? Uh, hey, that good old Jason Biggs. Uh, anyway. I think he's still fucking that pie. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You go, you go, you go. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Um. Uh, okay, I have it here as a uh, uh, socialism in capital letters. I really liked, and I this was another pleasant surprise for me revisiting this film, how there was like some sneaky socialism in this film. Um, wow, Raf still, <laughs> Raf still going, Raf still going. Oh, he's, he's cracking up over here. What a joy to see. <laughs> I just that would be my it... favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Raph laughing. Yeah, it's it's nice. Um, no, I think it's just a combination of everything you said, <laughs> and then the fact that you went socialism <laughs> and with like jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ah, oh, good stuff, guys. Oh man, uh, I, was, I mean, I was I was about to dive into some really deep political analysis here, but uh. Well, yeah, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, basically, like, what's kind of cool is that George Bailey, throughout his time, like, part of it, what of some of his many sacrifices, that he's standing up for the little people and standing up for the town. He's mm-hmm. protecting them against like a housing crisis. He's protecting them against, yeah, the monopoly man. And yep. I think a lot of what he's fighting for is is like low key, like you know, social democracy. So, mm. um, yeah, power to him. Even though I'm pretty sure Jimmy Stewart was a republican himself like mm. good job comrade uh i know i, I it's funny because like those <laughs> funny, me- that sort of what well, it was funny that you said comrade because the fbi saw this film as a communist film and did they actually really? yeah back in oh 1947 no way yeah. no yeah. way interesting you say socialism no way yeah exactly yeah. So that was the point i was gonna make um but uh, yeah in 1947 I, the fbi um, like issued this memo for a potential communist infiltration in the motion pictures, you know, in the motion picture industry um, because of like, uh, they, they cited uh, Lionel Barrymore, um, the, you know, the Scrooge type character to be like this kind of communist esque character. And it's like, like a, like a, bo- like a bogeyman, a bogeyman yeah, exactly. for sort of a uh, capitalism gone awry. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Ooh, okay. um, so it's very funny that you say that um that's that's really no because here i was thinking that you know that maybe this is how backwards our political spectrum has got that this is a film that probably wouldn't have been seen as particularly leftist at the time but now due to how extreme you know Mm -hmm. how further to the right right right-wing politics or like centrist politics has gone or left politics has gone even 
that well, this is now politics, seen as something revolutionary in a yeah. sense but yeah well politics economics are have like come so different while back then it was like capitalism communism and it's like mm. it was pretty binary now it's just like a hodgepodge of different grays mm, mm, mm. yeah 100 yeah. true but, that you know before we go too political yeah. on this tangent um, what was is it still what is age that, the best i think yeah i think it's yeah me. raf, raf think needs to yeah. just one word hope the theme of hope for me i think it's um hope uh i did the jazz hands as well um <laughs> i think i think well at least the, the that's the theme i place on this film um but the yeah hope is 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 one thing that i'll i'll put on this film and and i think it's the reason um for its rewatchability because it does give you that sense of and i know maybe less for jabriel but i think overall when you see the ending of that film you do at least i did have a gleaming smile but there is a a, a secret to this film where it does compose in such a way where it, you you end this film being like mm. i don't know there's a sense of ambition or hope or you know it's it's a wonderful life like it's in the title it, it, the sense of yeah. wonder you know yeah yeah i mean i agree oh, I like... at the end i was like oh mm. there oh and then i closed he does um so moving just quickly along, so we have a last question, then our mystery question, then ratings. So what has aged the worst? I think you know there are probably multiple answers to this, yeah. but uh, we can we can probably make it quick. Uh, Jabril, do you have do you have anything? Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, it's a full <laughs> white white cast. Um, apart from the, I mean, yeah, the diversity, from the, the helper, I guess. Yeah, I was, my answer was the stereotypical African American yeah. nanny yeah. maid character. And yeah. the stereotypical like Latino or like Italian um, restaurant owner, or was he the bar? Yeah, owner? Yeah, the, bar yeah. the bar, Martina. the bar, Mart the bartender, Martini. Yeah. Yeah. Like his name was Martini. He was like super over the top Italian. So yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> it was yeah. uh, he was like, "Shut up at your face." Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, get out of my bar. <laughs> uh, so I guess we can all. It's a general consensus that the stereotypes of this film have yeah. aged the worst. I mean, yeah, even. The female role as well was like pretty. Eh. Oh, I think Rafa's. Yeah, she. Guy. We don't get a lot of Mary's, you know. Yeah. Um, complexities or depth in this film. No. Nah. And even when she like lost her towel, he was like. Oh yeah, when he was. Yeah, that, that was, was the one. Bad. That was that. That was the one. Um, that was the one sort of. Uh, yeah. Uh, st thorn in the bush. Uh, well. It was the one stick in the mud of that whole like romantic walk and talk yeah. scene that Raph and I loved so much was that yeah when she lost her towel and was hiding in the bush like yeah Jimmy when Jimmy was like uh, 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 oh like like pretending to throw away her towel or whatever I was like come on man like that's not yeah. cool <laughs> yeah I think that's also it's the worst yeah. yeah that very scene yeah so yeah uh, um, I think and then also like Jimmy Stewart yeah then also like jimmy stewart playing a college student or like a college yeah. aged student like yeah, yeah. That, is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that doesn't work yeah. anymore I, you can't I, do that i mean I totally pe forgot about pe that. people people looked older back then but still then it's like nah <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah not for me not for me well, i guess that's three things yeah yeah. yeah yeah there we go yeah pretty good yeah we came with um, it together yeah go team tribe called quest right. <laughs> yeah tribe called movie movie <laughs> And then for the uh, for the mystery question, all right. So since I was introducing this film, or I picked it, uh, it's my turn to come up with the uh, mystery question. So the question I have for you: 
Is it a wonderful life? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. Would you stay, if you were in George Bailey's shoes today, would you stay, would you ditch your plans to go to college and see the world and stay behind to take over your dad's ailing company? Yes or no? Uh, selfishly, I think I would. Um, I mean, selfishly, I think I would go to see the world. Um, and yeah, not... fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, <laughs> not not just because <laughs> I'm not here to like you know you know fatricize fatricide my dad, but um I, I think I think my dad would have wanted that from me, so I would have like okay. taken his word up from it because if we and, and this is again it's super hypothetical and we grew up you know with a global mindset, we grew up internationally, so it's 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 weird. You know, if if I if I grew up differently, if I was in a village in France and here I am in Singapore, you know, at the age of 15, growing up at the age of 15, maybe it's a I would have had a different perspective. But I came to Singapore when I was six, man. Singapore is is my home. Um, so so it's 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 different. But yeah, I, th I think I would have just gone to see the world. I, I, I aspire to be something big like Jimmy, except fuck my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but not really i love Jabril. you i love you father thank you i love you Emmanuel Luca. yeah i mean um, i would Jabril? i would have probably left as well mm. i mean i i think i kind of have similar kind of feelings like raf mm. like i had to stay in singapore and like do a national service and if i had the choice of not doing national service i would have been like boom and at mm. the same time i wanted to be an architect like uh, when I graduated high school, my like ambition was to be an architect. And it seems like he's like, I want to go to Rome. I want to go to, to see what, what do you say? I go to Paris. I want to go to Rome. I want to see how the world is built. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he so wanted to was, build great things. Yeah, which, he wanted to build great things. Not a great. Um, so that's like it kind of drew a little bit of compare, like uh, parallels with what I wanted. But yeah, this is a movie of what ifs, right? You live the life yeah. of what ifs, and. Um, like who know yeah, who knows that knows. in the in the moment you know in the moment maybe my heart is too yeah. weak to say no so I would have you know stayed behind, but my like, ambitions my my yeah. dreams yeah it's it's like, a very let's interesting put it this way, like if I had the chance of going back and doing something, I would also take the other option because why do it all over again? Mm. You know what I mean. But then maybe so like, you would never have met us or have been doing this wonderful podcast. Yeah, but then that's just another offshoot. Of oh, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yes, man. We don't touch your life. I, I mean, you, yeah, we don't touch your life, I see. No, bro, we'll be coexisting on two different chains, this multiverse. Oh, so we're getting to the multiverse. Uh, yeah, great, 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is really so, what I wanted to talk about was yeah. quantum physics. <laughs> 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 yeah that's what i want to talk about now. some dr strange stuff <laughs> um so what about you ollie uh yeah i'd probably have gone uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no i was gonna say if, the, if there's one person in this trio i feel like ollie would have because you're a fan i feel like you're a family man you know oh oh you mean i i would have oh well um i don't know oh, i see I, you I, really, I see you as that i don't know maybe oh, that's I, well I, I really um I really, uh, I really love oh, that you see me that way, but, um, <laughs> but I, I really don't. Care. <laughs> but fuck my family. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I think your answer, you both your answers are really good. But Raf, I think you said it best when 
you said that, you know, you don't think your dad would have or your family would have wanted you to have stayed behind. They would have wanted you to go out there in the world and seek your own fortune. And I'm pretty sure that's what my um, family would have wanted. And they've been very supportive for that reason as well. So uh, shout out to the fam, bam. Shout out but to yeah. the fam. Yeah, shout out to the um, fam. All right. Okay. So that brings us to ratings then. Yep. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll start us off. So I'm going to give this a nine out of ten bells because I'm keeping it simple. Ah, nice. Okay. okay, cool. I shall give it nine out of ten angel wings. Ooh. Angel wings sound tasty. Like, yeah. Sound like a really good chicken wing. <laughs> I'm vegetarian, so I wouldn't really know. Yeah, me too, technically. But... <laughs> oh, Ollie, get your carnivore ass out of here. Sorry, man. I'm coming to a year veggie, and the cravings just uh, come back in weird ways, like when I hear angel wings, and I'm like, mm, yeah, sounds good. Have, so. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Finger licking good. Um, I'm going to have to give it a six out of 10, um, little shuffle thing, shovel things that they used to go into the, like to slide down on the ice. Oh, oh like yeah. a shovel. That was yeah, so cool. I think that was literally a shovel. They were shovels, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, that is like some OG, like some DIY tobogganing yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Where Harry goes to drown and yeah. he loses his hearing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to have to give it a 6 out of 10. I'm going to need to watch it next year. This should be like a revisited, what those revisited movies that we do. Aye, aye, I like good, that. Good I like theme, that. Good theme. Yeah. Good theme. <clears throat> yeah. And on that note, um, thank you for listening. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe. You know what we do. You know how we like it. Also on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. And hopefully we still have some reviews coming up. Well, not reviews, but like uh spoiler free no yeah spoiler free reviews um but you'll hear it in our little outro video so thank you for watching guys um and say bye guys yeah bye bye see you see you bye 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 see you later okay and that's all hey guys if you like the show don't forget to follow us on social media you can find us on instagram and facebook at the movie newbie and you can also search the movie newbie on medium for really cool spoiler free reviews so catch you in the next episode until next time guys enjoy